everyone my name is madhurima and welcome to a whole new episode of india travels today we will take you to goa one of india's smallest states small nonetheless beautiful and one of the biggest tourism draws in the country it is goa yes it is a coastal state located or housed by the banks of arab sea the arabian sea and it is located on the southwest coast of indian peninsula and yes it is world famous for its beaches but then there is so much more in goa let's go ahead explore hey guys let's plan a trip to goa यार गोवा चल लेते हैं अच्छा लिसन वी हैव अ लॉन्ग वीकेंड ऑन 15th ऑगस्ट लेट्स प्लान गोवा नेवर डिड एन इंडियन मिलेनियल वॉज बोर्न एंड ग्रू अप इन इंडिया एंड डिड हर कॉलेज विदाउट प्लानिंग अ गोवा ट्रिप विथ फ्रेंड्स विथ पार्टनर विथ लवर or say a solo trip goa was always there but why goa once one of the thriving spots of the world hippie culture yes goa was and still is uh one stop along the famed hippie trail that expanded from europe to nepal The hippies have moved away but the free vibe that is exclusive to Goa remains and maybe it is a bit difficult to find these days because over tourism but it's still prevalent we can find that how we'll know in this episode Okay so so far I have been to Goa probably 6 times 6 yes 6 6 times and that's not enough like I will be making a lot more trips to Goa I will go back to Goa I'm I'm pretty sure about this I know I just know that I will be back in Goa Uh Goa is a place like that you know it doesn't let you know everything in the first visit and once you have been there you long to come back hey let's come back and stay here for one week Have you not said that to your friend or husband or partner? I did. I loved Goa that much. And Goa listened. Our universe listened. It took me back. Gave me ample chance to go back and explore the state. And I'm grateful for that. Okay. Let's start by um talking about the logistics. How can you reach Goa? So Goa has a airport it's called the Dabolim airport it's one of the army airports uh, it has a naval base and uh, because being an army because because of the virtue of being an army airport you're not supposed to you're not allowed to click photographs in goa airport it's a small domestic airport international flights do not fly in go dabolim you need to fly to the nearest airport say mumbai or uh, bangalore or cochin and then make another pit stop to goa it's possible 
from Bangalore there are multiple flights starting from 6 in the morning till 11 at night and you just reach in 40 minutes or one hour at the max so yeah that's how it works in Goa that's how you reach Goa otherwise there are beautiful rail lines and train travel to Goa is one of the most scenic journeys scenic uh, train journeys in India you must take that I I personally love it if you have time take the overnight train to Goa get down at Basco da Gama or Madgao and yeah you have reached the land of free (laughs) and apart from that Goa is well connected with the nearby metro cities by overnight bus journey however there is one thing about Indian bus you do not have an attached toilet it makes two or three pit stops on the road and there you have to do your business so if you have some disease like IBS or you know some kind of chronic situation uh, i think you would want to avoid bus journey and go by train journey train journey in india is beautiful yet you need to book your train tickets well in advance uh, ticket window opens uh, four months prior to the date and uh, i suggest get your tickets done as soon as possible so that's about how you can reach goa next once you have reached goa say the airport or the um, train stations how do you go to the town or you know uh, where you are gonna stay so public transport is in goa is a bit of a challenge uh recently they have started a new fleet of ac bus called kodombo transport and kodombo are nice i have personally used their bus uh the one from dabolim to panjim uh, panjim or panaji uh, panjim as the local call or panaji is the capital of goa and uh, there is a node uh you know there is a central bus station which connects rest of the state and uh, yeah if you get a kodambo bus you are fine and it's possible to get a kodambo bus from uh, the airport till 7 pm in the evening however after that uh, i suggest you rent a car it takes anywhere between 1500 rupees to 2500 rupees to go from the airport to baga or kalangute which is central part of goa which is where all the tourists go also goa doesn't have uber or ola but then goa has its own version of uh, taxi rental it's called goa miles you need to make payment um, upfront and then the car will come you can make payment by um, net banking um, and that's how goa miles work i haven't used goa miles and the feedback that i have mostly usually received is um, it's erratic but that said um, it is still in its very nascent stage you can try goa miles is one option then if you're traveling alone if you're traveling solo uh, there are taxi as well uh, goa taxi um, no what is that called pilot taxi uh, uh, which is basically uh, bike taxi yeah it's bike taxi you can take one of those as well and it's very cheap it's really cheap however you have to find one which is the challenge um best is i i would say if you're staying somewhere in kalangute baga or in any of the hotels ask uh, any one of them to send a car you will also get cars from uh, wm airport from uh, bus station train station though it's easier it's much more easier uh, 
there is not much of taxi or tuk tuk per se in goa uh, but yeah you get a lot of cars for rental when you are in goa i suggest uh, produce your uh, id card and get one bike that is the easiest and the best way to discover goa you know if you are in a large group take a rent a car and if you are in a small group or if it's just two people just traveling solo rent a bike a scooty you know you need to uh, deposit your id card and take a picture of that so that you know if anyone uh, catches you on the road anyone by anyone i mean uh, by anyone i mean police you can just show your uh, this thing your uh, the photograph of your driving license and you're good to go in goa you need to drive on the left side of the road like rest of the country in india okay now let's go and talk about where to stay in goa so if it is your first time in goa and you want to do all the regular usual touristy stuff i would say stay anywhere between baga kalangurte or if you're feeling adventurous you can also choose kandalim for stay these are most happening places in goa there are beautiful beaches nearby and uh, bustling nightlife plenty of clubs and streets are beautiful and you know you will enjoy at baga and kalangote however if it is your repeat visit to goa and you really want to relax on or explore some uh, you know lesser known quiet beaches and you're not that keen on nightlife i would suggest move towards uh, extreme north or extreme south we'll come to that later let's talk about say, say we are staying in baga kalangote and anyway i suggest you stay there for a couple of days so that you get to explore the old side of goa the cultural side of goa i would suggest stay at baga kalangote for at least one day and then go ahead Okay now considering you're staying at Baga for the first day or Kalangute uh, I suggest go ahead and uh, rent a car and explore the hinterlands of Goa There are plenty of things to explore in Goa beyond its beaches Trust me people most majorly overlook that but hinterlands of goa are so beautiful and so off the bit off the track from usual touristy trails it is an immersive and intense cultural experience and i adore it absolutely adore it and i highly recommend this for anyone who wants to travel and know about a place just not you know lounge by the beach so in the quest of unknown goa let's first go to diver island so there are two major rivers in goa one is zuari the other one is mandovi there are plenty of riverine islands in both the rivers and uh, diver is one of the largest riverine islands now just so that you know goa have goa has a history of around 450 years of portuguese colonial rule so while rest of the india were under british rule uh, goa was portuguese and uh, the remnants of portuguese culture is very very uh, much present till today so uh, they had uh, the portuguese when when they were ruling goa they had their capital at old goa which is also known as velha goa 
however there was a plague and then there were ma- various attacks for which vella goa fell and people fled the city but they had to settle somewhere right and back at that time people couldn't f- flee far away and considering rest of the country was a different um, under different rule altogether they settled at diver island so in diver you can see there is there are two segments of people a part of the island is hindu a part of the island is christian so the culture differs people and their you know they're very much they're very similar but if you watch closely you see small nuances of cultural difference which is beautiful to explore in my opinion and at diver there is a beautiful hotel called mercury devayagua that's the only hotel at diver island it's one of the it's not just a hotel it's a ayurvedic wellness resort so in this hotel you do not get non vegetarian food all the food is cooked considering raja tamas and you know three three gunas of uh, human body uh, they are well balanced in the food i i i i, I stayed there at mercury devayagua and my stay for two days was amazingly relaxing i i just rejuvenated my soul i would say and uh, devaya is very famous for birding uh, near to devaya there is another island called chorao chorao houses the famed salim ali bird sanctuary and it's it's worldwide famous there are plenty of birds to watch the egrets and hornbills and reptiles and you know it's it's really beautiful so early morning and evening other times i would suggest if you're a birding enthusiast must stay at Diver Island for at least a couple of days and explore Chorao Island nearby you can also make a day trip from Baga or Kalangote that's possible as well all right and after that i would suggest go ahead and explore vella goha vella goha is where the famous unesco heritage site uh, bomb jesus church is housed this is where sir francis xavier's body is still preserved and um, you can still see that on certain days and there is also say cathedral these two are world unesco heritage sites and apart from this two these are these are very much uh, on the tourist trails but beyond this also there is there are beautiful old ruined churches narrow alleys and you know beautiful portuguese houses bungalows plenty of things to discover so i would suggest keep a day at least to explore uh, the old goa and its beautiful heritage old churches then there is another neighborhood called fontenhas fontenhas is where the old portuguese bungalows are housed now uh, you know there is a word trending these days as instagramable places so no matter how much media wants to malign that particular word uh by instagramable we usually mean a place which is insanely pretty you know colorful and all decked up and fontenhas is a place like that it was not built for instagram but it just it just fit the purpose of instagram so well and it is one of old latin quarters of goa and nowadays people are welcoming people have they have opened a few homestays at fontenhas there are beautiful cafes where you can sit and have food verute is one cafe like that i will i will i will list out all the details in one of my blogs so you must check out orange wayfair just so that you know you can have a self guided walking tour of fontenhas you can also take a guide local guide to explore fontenhas that's possible as well then there are e 
bikes available you can take one of those too so this old goa panji diver and latin quarter these are the places where authentic traditional goanese people still live and thrive and then there are beautiful festivals to behold <coughs> sorry so among the festivals one is carnival carnival is india's answer to rio de janeiro's carnival or west's mardi gras it's basically a catholic festival i know by carnival i also rem- I, my 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 mind gets reminded of durga puja in calcutta but it's it's very different in flavor and of course carnival in goa does not match up to that um, huge level of uh, carnival in rio de janeiro say or west however it's same in flavor and goa it's it's increasing by day a lot of tourists travel it happens in february and a lot of tourists travel to watch that and it's beautiful and then there is narakasur after diwali is over goa has its own uh, you know uh, burning of ravana festival and then there are, there is a huge uh, procession goes mass dancers and everything that's narakasur at diver island there is a flag festival which is called um, bonde um, uh, what was it i'm sorry it was bonde bonde taram but basically it is um, it is when f- boats are also hoisted with flags colorful uh, flags and it looks beautiful to be okay so it's the festival is also called bonderam bonderam happens somewhere in august and it is the time when boats are also decked up with flags colorful flags and everything and it's it's beautiful too now uh, once we are done with festivals and other celebrations we will go ahead and explore the beaches of goa of course there is baga which is the longest stretch of white sandy beaches not white sandy beaches goa's beaches are golden so honestly white beaches are only um, available in an island and especially in the on the islands of indian ocean goa is a state which is very much attached to indian mainland so it's not possible to find white sandy beaches per se but yes there are golden sandy beaches and they're beautiful nonetheless moreover in goa you get to see stunning sunsets on uh, from anjuna from uh, agonda from arambol and you know then there beautiful from mandrem also there are beautiful beaches from where you can actually um, experience stunning sunsets so goa is famous for the sunsets as well now let's go explore the beaches of north goa now uh, one more thing before i go ahead and talk about north goa uh, how do you choose where to stay north or south it's it's an eternal question it's very much like who came first the chicken or the egg so north goa is beautiful so is south goa but because baga and kalangute are very much uh, present in north goa tourist infrastructure is a bit more developed in north and uh, the party scene the nightlife is more prevalent in north whereas south is quaint little quiet and very personal it actually safeguards your privacy and south harbors many uh, you know nameless lagoons and coconut groves south has a lot much more to explore south is also a bit far away from the airport panjim and you know it's a bit of a uh, travel uh, to go to south goa you have to travel a distance of at least 2 2 
hours which is which is which is quite a lot so yeah south goa i highly suggest for people who want to explore but north goa is where you need to stay if you really want to party but yes even in north there are beaches which is beautiful and not frequented by tourist say for example uh, arambol it's located on the v end of north and it's beautiful nonetheless and arambol is where they have amazing drum circle by the hippies in the afternoon in in the evening during sunset and that's something you must you must experience besides that in north you have vagatar beach then there is little vagatar vagatar and little vagatar vagatar is what you basically stand on a cliff and you see the sunset or you see the beach not even sunset you can go there daytime and then there are coconut groves then the, the sloping cliff and then there is a sandy beach it's it's beautiful vagatar is probably one of my most favorite beaches of goa post vagatar you also see anjuna anjuna um, and then there then there is uh, okay anjuna is a rocky beach you can't really swim there for swimming you need to go to ashlem or even mandrem mandrem is also rocky to a certain extent but during ti- low tide you still can swim in the beach um you can actually swim in ashem beach ashem is located close by and it's actually dotted with you know uh, private uh, beach resorts or beach huts so but 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 you can you still can enter i actually stayed in this place called yabyom resort it's one of the most beautiful eco eco resorts of goa and um Ashlem was just next to it. I was there during sun a cyclone, cyclone car. So I didn't really see Ashlem in in its all glory, but trust me when I say this, Ashlem is one of the most secluded beaches even in North Goa. All right? And uh Beyond the beaches North Goa also has stunning forts Aguara is one such fort like that from from Aguara you can come to Sinkorem beach where all the you know water sports take place you can actually do banana boat you can parasail you can glide you can also take a boat ride and you know when i was doing that uh, i was on a water taxi a dolphin came and it actually jumped along it swam along with me i was not supposed to go on a di- dolphin tour it just came you know it just greeted me it was so beautiful i mean i still have beautiful memory of that day also uh, the parasailing when you sail from sinkurem beach because then there is a fort on your left and then the sea on your right side it is another stunning view and parasailing especially if you are doing uh, it during sunset I, i i would recommend you do it during sunset because it's it's more beautiful during sunset uh, besides that in north goa you also have a few amazing markets so mapusa is one of the local markets where they sell goan um, uh, sausage which is also called chorizo so i i would suggest you go there then there is anjuna flea market arpora flea market anjuna is where the hippies in old days in 70s or 80s when india was a closed economy they would be selling the imported radios and you know uh, other stuff fancy stuff we wouldn't get hold of them 
back then so easily nowadays we know all the brands we get everything or we just travel to dubai or thailand and buy the latest stuff but back then it was a big thing nowadays anjuna market is inundated with chinese made products so if you're going uh, pick your uh, choose uh, choose your product collectively i mean you know cautiously and uh, but yes in anjuna you get beautiful silver jewelry now i'm a kolkata girl and i buy all my jewelry i mean you know cosmetics and stuff like that i buy all of them from goria hat or hathi bagan but yes you get really good stuff in anjuna too i have seen that i liked it okay now let's go to south goa now in south goa uh, there are plenty of beaches plenty of beaches and a lot of legends associated with these beaches and then there are certain beaches which is still occupied by local fishermen so you know you have a beach and by the side of it there is a uh, proper village and it's not touristy at all and there is not even a homestay you can probably just bike through all these places wait for a while and you know explore these places by your own how However, there are few beaches which has reason um, to tourist expectation, especially after Palolem was named one of the top beaches in Asia by, I guess, uh, Lonely Planet. So yeah, Palolem is one of the finest beaches. It has beautiful beach shacks by its side and all the coconut trees and everything, and it's. showcases a stunning sunset every day trust me when i say this from palolem patnem is a small walk but 10 to 15 minutes walk but patnem is another beautiful beach i recommend if you're staying at palolem you should go and check out patnem too um then there is benolem beach and agonda agonda is another beautiful beach in uh, goa Uh, then there is butterfly beach so butterfly beach is basically it's more like a lagoon you have to take a boat and you need to go there and because it's more of a lagoon the water is more clearer there and the um, sand is really fine and you know the beach is majorly it's, it's very clean it's very clean and uh, one beach i recall very fondly is kolva beach it was um, on 15th august holiday we went there and then there were, i think even though it's south it's bit off from the regular tourist trail still there were hundreds of people yet that yet then kolva was beautiful despite having so many people on on the ground kolva was very it had actually had translucent water and you know there were boats by the side it was stunning it was really stunning so kolva is nice and one more reason why i recall kolva is just by the side of it there was a bengali food store i think it was named as shonar bangla and they were serving pabda fish you know and we were having pomfret and bhangra and all this kingfish and they're amazing nonetheless but having pabda after so long and river crab after so long that was a prized experience so yeah i mean you know there are few places in india uh, there are few i would say communities in india who are um, who, where sea, seafood is their forte so goa is one of them kerala is one of them and of course bengal so <laughs> finding bengal cuisine in goa was was a was a really nice experience but to be very honest in goa because a lot of tourist domestic tourists travel you get everything so from um, dosa of chennai to bizabilabad at certain places to you know nan and dal tarka of delhi 
Delhi and Punjab you get everything in Goa so don't worry about food uh, even if you're a vegetarian food is available in abundance and good food because a lot of Russians travel to uh, Goa and I'm not sure if I have said this before but Russians can actually fly into Goa using their chartered plane um, and they do Uh, so a lot of places a lot of people speak russian lot of uh, hotels has russian signboards on it and they also serve russian food so yeah that's there apart from food you should also check out feni feni is goa's local moonshine so basically we have tari or chullu or how do i say i think we just call it bangla in west bengal um feni is Fenny is the same brother, cousin brother of that, but it originated in Goa and Fenny is brewed from cashew and it is it also has a healthy mix of palm jaggery i guess and fenny is beautiful yeah fenny has got a gi tag and because of that fenny is famous and fenny can be brought to other parts of the country as well and um, yeah fenny is the local mission and when you are in goa i, I think you must try fenny Apart from that, in Goa, because of tax relaxation, uh, alcohol is sold cheaper compared to other parts of the country and you can have as much alcohol when you're in Goa but when you're traveling back from Goa, I would say practice caution because in Indian uh, custom system, a lot of uh, states uh, do not allow inter-carrying, you know, alcohol. So I think if you're flying back to another state you can carry up to two liter of alcohol in your carry-on luggage not carry-on sorry in your checked-in luggage and in train and in bus it's not it's not allowed it's illegal and even in goas in 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 goa or even rest of the country weed and drugs and it's 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 actually a punishable offense but in goa i have seen a lot of people trying to sell weed so be cautious you know just whatever you do know the local rules and law and try to abide by them not try to you must abide by them that's that's how you know responsible tourism works so that's about food and i think i will make another podcast on goan food because the food is amazing there it demands demands another podcast uh, an episode by its own but just to give you an idea uh, but Uh, you know a traditional goan thali konkani thali looks like rice with lots of vegetables and some dal a palate cleanser which is um, which is pink in color and food in konkani cuisine is a bit tangy in taste because they put kokum in it kokum is a lot like you know what we use as tamarind tetul in 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 bengal we use tetul for ombol cooking ombol and stuff like that so they use in goa they use kokum so that's one ingredient of the food and of course of course eat rawa fried fried fish they have their own goan version of goan fish curry and zakuti and all these things because they have this uh, huge you know this intense uh, portugal portuguese influence their food also has this influence and it's 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 very much visible uh, in the in the way they cook their pork or uh, beef or chicken or fish and anything basically any 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 meat uh, so yeah it's basically it's a really nice place if you if you're fooding 
you will be spoiled for choice to be honest but to be very honest for me the best part was rava fried king king kingfish uh, curry that was amazing yeah also from goa you can actually plan for a few day trips one is one of the very uh, famous hike is at dudsagar waterfalls but you need to be present there at the early uh, in early morning because every day a certain number of tourists are allowed to go just to maintain the balance uh, the fragile ecological balance of the place and um, yeah so you need to be present there at, at the at the beginning of the day so that you get the permit and um, you can reach the bottom of dudsagar by your own uh, vehicle but from there you need to rent a local jeep that's how you give back to the community and you can also plan a trip to dandeli i have a blog post on my uh, on my site which is orangewayfarer.com you can type in dandeli there search about dandeli and you will find this place it's one of the most beautiful and hidden places in north karnataka and it's 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 it is basically a nature nature reserve and it is also uh, india's only hornbill um, you know uh, sanctuary hornbill sanctuary yes so that that's that's about it guys and uh, about about safety goa is largely safe place if you're a solo woman traveler you're likely not to be uh, harassed or um, approached by any kind of sexual i would say sexual um uh, what do you say you generally you are safe you're largely safe however i would suggest uh, practice a few uh, usual um, things that anyone should um when you're traveling solo say you don't eat or drink anything that is offered by um unknown people no and if you're making friends uh, you know let other people know where you're making friends i'm not very um savvy person at making friends i don't usually make friends friends when i'm traveling solo but yes plenty of times i have been touched by generosity and hospitality of local people and goa was goa goa i would i would place goa very high on that list you know people are very kind especially women in goa they are amazing they are amazing they're very friendly very helpful and they're really nice and kind humans i i love goan people very friendly also and when you are in goa you should buy uh, the kunbi printed saree it's basically gamcha saree what we call gamcha saree in bengal but uh, it's it's a very um, uh, original uh, print of goa and it's it's really stunning the especially the white ones with red border it's it's really nice yeah so shada and lal saree are not just you know intellectual property of calcutta women no 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 i found it in goa also and they're amazing kunbi print so yeah you should buy kunbi print from goa and kunbi print fabric or sari whatever you want they are, they have also nowadays they have come up with uh, side bags which is also beautiful so that's one thing to buy you can also buy uh, fanny the moonshine if you're not drinking you should you can indulge in some azuloses uh, the goan tiles you know the portuguese 
portuguese culture inspired blue tiles they're beautiful and uh, they also sell in goa they also sell otherwise beachside uh, usual stuff like you know then okay cashew also because in goa there are spice plantations in goa where you can actually make a day trip and they also sell a lot of spices and cashew and stuff like that cashew in goa is one of the best qualities in india so yeah that's do think about that and you can also bring back home some bibinka it's a uh, local um, cake made in uh, goa and their bread is known as poi poi is also p o i poi poi is also a nice uh, <laughs> souvenir if you are into you know food souvenir gifting however uh, they don't last long so think of that in your mind when you are buying and yeah that's about it so now that i think about goa i have been, and as i have said i have been there um, already all this time um i i think best time to visit goa is the shoulder season because from november to april then there is huge crowd in goa especially during december and january because these are the two months when everybody is holidaying from domestic to international every tourist is holidaying in goa so you know slow down on those two months or even if you're traveling to go on those two months try to be on the uh, v north or v south so that you can uh, you know basically avoid the tourist trail and um, otherwise i would suggest go in november or uh, february and march these are the shoulder, shoulder seasons and these are nice times to be in goa definitely best time to be in goa goa has plenty of uh, beautiful bungalows by the beach then there are airbnbs of course there are luxury hotels selle meridian or taj aguara taj aguara is a stunning property to be very honest so you know you can uh, plan your trip accordingly and uh, it's a safe place i have already spoken about safety just one thing if somebody is approaching you and uh, trying to click a picture with you a selfie you are best left if you're avoiding that person because that has often escalated into unpleasant situations which has reported in which has been reported in various travel groups and i would suggest do not agree for a selfie with unknown uh, male uh people females are usually better <laughs> like they if they are meaning for a selfie they will only mean a selfie they will not that will not escalate into something else so that's that's one thing and otherwise yeah safety travel then there are casinos in goa i think it's the only place in india where casino is um Uh, you you can find casinos because in india on the land uh, you cannot have casinos so there are casino crews which are parked uh, or anchored in the middle of the sea and they take you there and you can actually play the game and enjoy and you know that's that's quite a new experience that was quite a few new experience for me um i went visited delphin casino it was nice however food was questionable because food was uh, served on a buffet and buffet food is mostly meh, meh and it was also meh but the seo the seo was nice there was a live counter a man was preparing seo and that was nice yeah that was nice 
and yeah uh, you can find more information on goa on my website which is orangefairfarer.com/goa um i write in bengali i write in english and there are plenty of travel blogs plenty of articles and documents which i hope will help you plan your trip to goa so enjoy your trip and let me know what you liked and in the next session i hope to give you more information about goan food so see you bye